0: Yeah. I will be sharing my personal experiences, have interviews with experts and people like you who are also experts in your own unique way in life. Let's transform fear into freedom. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome beautiful people, happy Friday, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast, welcome to the Ride With Me series which I started I think a little while ago, these are just short episodes that usually come to mind as I'm either driving or parked somewhere, that, that's why it is called Ride With Me, And but don't worry, I'm usually not recording this uh, as I'm driving because you gotta pay attention to the road, right? but i usually find a place where i can park and i i got to share this because doesn't it happen to you guys when you're doing something mundane or something that just just doesn't require your attention all of the time while driving does but you know if you're driving the same route the same way as if you're going somewhere usually you you're not really into that activity your mind is all over the place right so It happens often that as I'm doing something, thoughts come to mind, ideas, plans, and most of the time I'm like, oh my God, I got to share this. And then you think to yourself, this is great, I'm going to share this, this is going to be a good content or whatever that might be, but you forget to write it down or you forget to record yourself to remember later on, and then the thought, the idea is gone. I don't know. Is that just me? I don't think so. Maybe some of you are the same way. So let me know if, if it applies to you because we got to find a way so that it actually works. And for me, what's been working is doing short recordings. Maybe things like this, like the podcast or super short clips that I get to, to record. And actually, by the way, one of the tips that I can give you if you're in in, in that kind of situation, doing if you have Instagram actually helps. <clears throat> Um, doing like a little story, but to yourself, don't publish it to other people, but save it to your phone. Because there's a thing about just hearing your voice, but also there's a thing about seeing yourself, um, the energy comes through. But what I wanted to share actually today was about setting up boundaries. And one of the things that I quickly want to share, yes, I'll share a, an experience, um, and that is, um, sorry, I just had to mute my phone. Um, it is when it comes to setting up boundaries and, and saying no, and how okay it is to say no. And I know we talked about this before, I don't know, there are some episodes. Be- from a while ago where we talked about boundaries and setting up healthy boundaries but I really feel that this is a good way to remind all of us because we often forget we might be really good and consistent and some changes that we want to implement in our lives and uh, that might be you know making sure that people don't overstep on ourselves, people that don't get in the way or don't impose themselves. But then life happens, we get distracted, those people are gone, maybe another set of people come into your life, and then it starts all over again. So with things like this, I feel especially with things like self-care self-love with with activities or practices in which really it is about taking care of ourselves it is very important to really remind ourselves to really have reminders to really have accountability partners to really have a way to revisit what is important to us. Maybe that might change later on because to some people it's like, you know what, like maybe I'm okay, I don't mind when people tell me what to do or I don't mind doing things for other people, which is totally fine. I know people who are like that and they live a great life. But I also know there's some of you guys, because we have talked, in which you are probably tired of always giving a lot about yourself Or maybe it's little, but then you feel so drained. Because energy-wise, since we all are energy and this whole thing about giving, receiving is about energy, that doesn't really have a way of measuring. But it really, to me, how it is measured in a personal life is by our feelings, by our emotions. How do I feel after, after this? How do I feel after that conversation, after that meeting, even after just being in that person's presence? So it is important, I feel, too remember what is what is a driving force for you to do something for other people. Now this really this quick um, share that I have, this is a scenario it happened to me a little while ago and uh and and it was a good reminder for me to still say no. Now what I'm about to share, maybe if you if I, I don't wanna give out a lot of the detail but at the same time maybe for some people or maybe you will think, well, that's not a big deal, Wendy. Um, you could have you just continue with that, or maybe you know, like, don't worry so much about it. But what I will say is, again, it really is different for everybody, and it really, to me, what it sounds like is more about the protection of my own well-being and my energy and my mindset. Mental health is so important, you guys. As you know, we talk about this in the show quite a lot and how I feel, how my mind feel is very important because after that then it really is going to be the driving force of how I do everything else in life, how I perform at work, how I am with my family and friends, how I am even with myself. And so anyway, so as some of you guys know probably because if you do follow me on social media, which by the way, if you're not Let's Be Friends on Instagram, you can always find on find me on Instagram at Wendy for wellness. And um, I do share there a few things here and there. Now lately for the last few weeks or so, I haven't been as active as I had in the past or I don't know, past two months or so. I've been a little active here and there posting and all, but my story is not so much. And the main thing is because I have not been feeling that well. Now also if you're a regular listener or if you're a friend of mine through Instagram, you know that when that happens, um, there's something that really is is in my mind. And for me, it's really about my health. And if you don't know, if you're new to the show, uh, like the first episodes I share about my my health journey, when I was diagnosed with cancer about 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, it really is almost that time. And how that turned around my whole life, as you would have guessed with many people who are touched by a life uh life-changing event and I um anyway so it is a long story so you go back and listen to episode two or three I think but the thing is that from there I really became quite aware of how I feel how my body feels and so uh, specifically because with a cancer, um, that was on the diagnosis, um, in what they call watch and wait, it was for me, the diagnosis was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, but because of no symptoms, I'm in what they call watch and wait, which is really watching my body, watching for symptoms and quote unquote waiting, which I'm like, Ew, I don't like that part of it, but that's just the term that the medical system decided to choose. And, <clears throat> So that really uh, like make me become a lot more aware of my, how I feel, which is a good thing. But also sometimes it is not so good because really it makes me, it puts anybody in that situation to be on alert all of the time. So any kind of pain, discomfort, whatever is going to be a question. And so how I described it, I think, um, Oh, I don't think I have this out yet, but how I I have a talk about it and how I describe it is more of a mental mental uh, disease. Cancer, really, it is a physical condition that people patients do go through, but I also feel that it should be considered a mental disease, a mental way of um, how it disrupts your your life mentally. So. Anyway, so basically my mind has been all over the place, um, on and off and off. I've been able to deal with it fine, but again, whenever there are concerns, I go down the rabbit hole. So that's what's been happening the last couple of weeks, because if you also know about my story, I've been having a lot of uh, discomfort with my left ear, ear buzzing, ringing, whatever. And I still haven't figured out what that is, which probably will never know if it is something like tinnitus because I hear that's like, there's no cure or no way to find out what, what creates it. But also, um, along with that, there has been a little bit of dizziness, a little bit of nausea, a little bit of out of balance, so ba- and then also tingles and numbness on my right arm. Basically, one, some of the symptoms that I experienced about 10 years ago before I was diagnosed, which that was another thing uh, that we found out about my body. And then two, obviously, it's going to create a lot of anxiety, a lot of questions like, what the hell is this? Like, what am I dealing with right now? Is it something that I should worry about related to cancer? What is it, right? <clears throat> you get the idea. I don't need to get into that. So my mind has been all over the place. So definitely, I... I'm more aware of taking care of that, how to minimize stress, how to minimize discomfort. Now, here's a part of the story that I want to share. I just needed to say that first. So I still get sessions for hypnotherapy. As some of you guys know, I am a hypnotherapist. I just finished my studies last year. Oh, no, wait, early this year, early this year. But in our group, uh, in the institution where I got it from, We still get to have sessions, take it as a practice kind of thing to obviously get better at it, to also see different types of situations that people might come up with. So I was partnered up with this person and um, we had a conversation. It was great. And then we set up a schedule and all that. When it was my turn to be the client and her, the hypnotherapist, I missed it. I missed the time and I, I acknowledged that it was that that was on my part because I completely missed it. Uh, we set up a time for seven in the morning. I showed up around eight, obviously that's like a big chunk of time, a whole hour of absence. And she was trying to reach out to me when I go to bed and sleep, I turn off everything. So I don't get any phone calls or texts until I wake up. So, um, obviously she was upset. I understand that. And what happened was somehow, in my calendar, I had it for eight o'clock. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened that knowing that we were supposed to meet at seven, but I showed up at eight and i I don't know if i <sighs> what's been happening is that I do things without thinking, and I know some of you guys do the same, and I really sometimes don't know what I'm doing like as I'm doing something on the computer and or forgetting so easily I even forget my thoughts right away um so that's another thing that I'm noticing so I don't know if that's related to the brain to the the um, symptoms that I've been having I'm getting MRIs in a couple weeks so I'm closer to finding out what's going on but basically I know that was, I understand and I acknowledge and I apologize that that was my fault for not having, um, that clear on my side and showing up late or not show up really because she, I reached out to her and she's like, Oh no, I'm not available anymore. By the way, the sessions are usually two hours. So I understand like blocking two hours away from your schedule is a big deal. Right. But now her response is really what triggered me. And to me, I'm, I'm very sensitive not just for me, but towards other people, okay, if as a therapist, even more so, if you're going to be a therapist, you got to, no matter what happens, you still got to be understanding of the situation, and not only that, but I think even without being a therapist, you got to really understand and hear what happened was the reason, and come up with some sort of uh, conversation about it, right, and how to move on forward, so her response was, and again, this is by text, and so that can just go so far because emotions are not really put into text it's just what we put in our mind right but how i took it was and i was still trying to be understanding and i still took my time to respond because i just didn't want my my the triggering in my mind to get in the way but her her response was was not you know Expected from someone who is a therapist, and so but that's my idea, man. That's my opinion. <clears throat> so she said, Oh my gosh, like how I don't have any time right now. Well, again, I'm putting in the tone of the voice, right? But maybe it wasn't like that. But it, I don't know how else it can sound. So you tell me how you take it. But basically, she did say, I don't have any more time today. This is eight o'clock in the morning, okay and um he, she said i i i woke up early today just for our session i could have slept in a couple more hours or something like that and um and then i and then she said something like i <clears throat> like this has never happened before or something like that and also said um if you have oh because i meant the other thing to my phone my sorry my computer was kind of uh, not logging in, logging me in, in zoom. So then she said something, well, I assume you have a cell phone, which I'm like, um, what do you have to say like that? <laughs> but she's like, I assume you have a cell phone and that you could have zoom in your phone. Um, you should have logged in from there. Cause I, I do that all of the time. I usually don't have zooms on with clients through my phone, but you know, I, whatever. And then she said, um, "She said, okay, we'll reschedule. And then something like that. Now, yes, maybe it's not a big deal, but to me, it didn't sound very uh, understanding and compassionate, again, as a therapist. I wasn't expecting that. And again, this is also, quote-unquote, a practice, right? So she's not getting paid, all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't matter because our, our profession professionalism has to come from the way from the beginning as how we are doing our job right and not only that but the problem that I was presenting that she was supposed to help me with it was a health related it had to do with the anxiety it had to do with my mind and uh, the ear ringing so I thought if I'd, I already I wasn't feeling comfortable with her because just based on her response and I wasn't sure how she was going to Like if we did have a session, how she's going to be, was she going to tell me how disappointed she was? I mean, I don't know. And, um, second, um, and I just didn't feel like she energetically, she would be a good fit to help me with that issue. And, um, and then also because I was thinking you don't, it's almost like what she, how she said it or what she said is almost like making me feel guilty for oh my god making her wake up so early in the morning which probably was like what six o'clock in the morning um and and i'm like it's not like you were waiting across your arms and waiting just for me i'm sure you probably were doing something else um but overall those, those are just details right but basically what i'm telling you is i reach out to her a couple of days later and i say you know what i don't feel comfortable um uh, doing this mainly because one of the issues that I'm presenting here is it has to do with anxiety and it has to do with um, my health and I already feel that it might not be helpful just based on a conversation over text um, she just said okay she understands but I also but look guys I know maybe it was, um, like, you, maybe you wouldn't have done that from your part. But from me, again, I really respect how I feel and how my energy. And even if I was paying somebody, I wouldn't hire someone who is not really vibing with me. And I also should say, I understand that not everybody is about that. I understand not everybody is about um, soul, <clears throat> spirituality, vibes, energy flow, and all that kind of thing but I am and I always will hope that I can connect with people in that way and and create this beautiful relationship whether it is with a client that I will help or whether it is with a coach or a mentor or a healer that I'm with so and I wouldn't mind spending or investing the money in that so basically what I'm sharing the reason why I'm sharing this is you should really feel comfortable in saying no and changing things around that best suit you no matter what it is no matter who it is with and definitely especially if it has to do with some sort of care that is provided to you and definitely even more so when you're paying for it so again be quite aware of um how you feel your emotions how you see yourself In that service, in that situation, when somebody's providing some sort of service, when somebody is not even that, but when somebody is around you again, we all are sensitive beings. Maybe some people are not as aware as others, but we all absorb energy and the mood and the feeling of what's around us. So if you're not quite aware of it, get into the practice of really noticing how do you do that, Wendy? All right, notice yourself. How do you feel when you are around other people? How do you feel in a physical form? Like your body, is it more at ease or is it tense? Are your shoulders kind of, you know, like shrugged up and and you feel like your body's kind of closing up or you're always keeping your distance? And not to say about COVID, but in general, are you, without even putting too much effort or thinking, are you just not engaging so much? Or are you more relaxed and your shoulders are, you know, broad and your chest is out and feeling more at ease and, and just comfortable, right? And mind in your mind too, like mindset and mentality wise, like how do you feel? Do you feel comfortable, at ease, relaxed? Or do you feel kind of tense, like don't know what's going on or kind of uneasy or you wish you weren't there? So really pay attention to you in that experience pay attention to also your surroundings how does that other people sound like what is their body language that also says a lot about themselves and not to say that you right away will cancel them out but also if you do take the time and if let's say that they they look like they are closing themselves up they're keeping their distance they're not very approachable they're also guarding themselves then let's be more compassionate and aware about them or like all right so maybe they also are not feeling good maybe they also are not in the good state of being and that's why they're giving up this kind of energy because I don't always think that people mean bad but sometimes it's just experiences that they're going through that that just make them respond in that way or react in that particular way okay so that's what I want to share with you I know it went it went a little bit over than what I was hoping for in this little mini series but it is what it is guys take it as how it is going to be helpful with you and let me know what else you want to hear let me know anything any concerns anything that you want to Uh, talk about and also let me invite you so the only way right now because I'm in my phone I'm not on the computer but find me in Instagram and send me a DM if you want if you have any questions about services that I provide especially hypnotherapy about what that is healing the body by healing the mind first how to heal yourself and get into this really high vibe optimistic and finding the silver lining in disguise because I know a lot of us have trauma I know a lot of it is past trauma but also there's things that happen from everyday life and i can tell you i can guide you and let you know how you can uh find a way to find ease and flow all right so have a wonderful day and i'll see you guys on the other side